Welcome everybody, good evening, and we are here tonight for episode 8 of the Marksman Wrestling Podcast. I am your host with the most, it is your boy Shut Up Danny, and I am joined today by the boys. We are in here, the building tonight. Starting off our introductions already, we have come to you with the man who brings us our scary stories to reach our friends every Monday through Friday. And we are all cheering for the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. It's your boy, Tommy. What's going on, guys? Tommy here. Of course, Jump Boost Gaming, if you know me on Twitch. Also, as well, we are joined by the man who brings us all of your Fire Pro Wrestling needs over at PushStartMedia.com. PushStartMedia.com. You know it. It's PushStartMedia.com. It's your boy, C. Baby. What's up, everybody? You already know it's your voice. Him can't spell champion without it. We in here. Also today, I am joined as my special guest. As you can see, the gentleman to my left is our good brother who does all of his work in Madden, who just came up a little bit short in this past weekend weekend league championship tournament. It's your boy, Big Rob, in the building. You gotta hurt my feelings. Look, man, we encourage you to be out here, man. And <laughs> do work, son. Do work, son. And on top of that as well, we are also joined today by our very special guest from the Turnbuckle Talk radio podcast as well. You can find on GearNetwork.com. Yes, where you can find (laughs) that as well. Joined by good brother Pat G. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Of course, uh, from the TTRP, Turnbuckle Talk radio podcast, GearNetwork.com. You can catch our show on all the fine-ass spots you can get your podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio iHeart, Apple Podcasts, and much, much more. And of course, we're joined by my co-host, Sergeant Fury. The right-hand man of the Necrocasticon and the TTRP, it is me, Sergeant Fury. And this is a reunion of sorts because, Pat G, it's always a reunion when I see you, but it's even better because I get to see Mr. Thomas Brewington for the first time face-to-face via technology in like four years. So this is a good night. This is a great night. It's going to be a good Bill's night. Bill's Mafia! Yes, love sir. it, love yes, it, love sir. it. As you see, we, we're crossing the stream a little bit with tonight's episode, and I love it. I'm hyped for it. Danny, what you got for us? What you got for us this week? Boys, let's hop <laughs> Like they said now in Fortnite, since Tilted Tower is back, let's drop hot right into it, guys. AEW, we're going to kick it off really hot right now. Guys, we had the return of John Moxley. After three months of him being away, dealing with his personal issues, he has returned with a vengeance. With his debut match back against Ethan Page on Rampage, guys, Moxley looks a hell of a lot better than what he, did he looks three months ago. Amazing! Like Very his face, his face has has slimmed down. Like he looks lean. He doesn't look like he's holding like alcohol weight. Like it's amazing. Um, and honestly, from a personal aspect, Dan with you doing the Spartan training, like, you know, exactly what that's like. Like we have consumed many a beers and we know what it's like to, we know what it's like to slim down. Um, and like just how it changes your entire appearance. It it not only changed his appearance, but you know, he had his first match back and you could see that his movements were more fluid. And I mean, I don't know if anyone could pull up the picture of October when he was last seen on a uh, AEW television and, you know, the picture from the other night. It's a completely different person. You can tell that he's in a healthier place. But not only did he come back with a vengeance just, you know, in ring, but that promo, guys, that promo cut deep. 
and you know there's a lot of people that are dealing with a lot of stuff so to see him come out and not only look like a completely different person you know and three months of of intense rehabilitation and and physical work will do that but just his mic skills he proved once again that john moxley is not to be messed with on the mic absolutely and the big thing is, is there's been a lot of people within the wrestling media and that whether it's broken, uh, whether it's various podcasts, radio shows and that they've all had different takes. And honestly, the promo that Moxley cut Wednesday night in his return was perfectly fine. <clears throat> now, some people have spoken their opinion about how he should have apologized to fans for missing time and that. But at the end of the day he stepped away from the business that he loves to go handle personal issues. And he's come back with a force <clears throat> returning to dynamite, having his first match back in, in three months against Easton page. He's doing, he's in a match tonight as we're, as we're recording right now at GCW in the Hammerside ballroom facing homicide. And then he also uh, made a, return to new i believe mm -hmm. uh this weekend as well just showing the people that he's out here trying to make up for that time that he had to go away to handle his own business absolutely and that's a thing <clears throat> on top of that as well like nobody's gonna blame moxley for looking out for himself health-wise if we all know if moxley would have stayed on the course that he was he could have had a very big self-destructive moment and who knows where it could have landed him. And I, I think, and, and this, and this is from the, the wrestler standpoint, you know, we've all, we're, we're all involved in the business or we're involved in the business and like professional wrestling doesn't owe us a thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, you see it now more, more than ever that, um, athletes are taking time to actually take care of themselves to get themselves right you see it in the nfl you see it not moxley recently and i i praise him on on you know taking those steps to make yourself better um i'm so happy that he was back um it, it was a fantastic promo i felt it hit in every part where it could be inspirational and it still gave the fans that, look, I know what I faced was tough, but I beat it. Anybody can beat it if you actually put your yourself through the motion and seek seek that help. So I think it was um very uh what's what's a good word um, poetic. No, I'm speaking of the person that uh I'm not in the business no more. Bubble Ray Dudley. Bully Ray, uh, being a jackass, um, and saying something like that. So, um, praise to Moxley and like, Bully Ray needs to just shut up. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. You know, again, like touch on your point. You know, certain people need to say it like, "Hey, look, he doesn't owe us a damn thing. He did what he thought was right. Did he need to do it? He did." He didn't need to. He wanted to do it. And that's the biggest thing. Moxley looked out for himself. He told everybody what was going on, and they got him the help, and he took it. He doesn't owe us a damn thing. He doesn't owe anybody a goddamn thing. 
Moxley did what's right, and now he's in a better place. He's in a healthier place, and God damn it, I can't wait to keep seeing him on TV every week, beating people's asses. And and the thing with the return of Moxley, it helps AEW because now it brings you someone that's a major vet in the locker room that has worked in multiple different areas of pro wrestling, whether it was his time in whether it was time as a CCW, WWE, the independence and everything, he has that multitude of veteran experience and knowledge to help a lot of young guys that are in that AEW locker room because <laughs> AEW's to the point where they're relying on a lot of bigger names to bring up the younger talent. And John Moxley's just going to be another addition to that to that experience table. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, we do have the the big dissension right now in AEW between the Young Bucks and Red Dragon with Adam Cole being stuck in the middle. Where does his allegiance actually lie? Is it with the Bucks? Is it with Red Dragon? Are we eventually going to see the return of Kenny Omega? Where is all this dynamic going to go to us? See him. I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, just like I was saying before, when they uh, when Kenny was first splitting uh, after he defeated uh, after he was defeated for the title by Hangman Adam Page, I feel like he already set all of that up kind of with that promo where he was like, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm going to be out of here. And then Adam Cole jumps in and he's like, hold on, bro, I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking to my guys over here, but uh, thank you. But I really think by the time that uh, Kenny returns and he splits the team in half where it's going to be Bucks and Kenny on one side and Adam Cole and Red Dragon. I think uh, going into that, I think there's going to have to be some more, uh, some more singles competition in between the whole mix of that crew, because I feel like it's been uh, the same person. We've been seeing just Adam Cole, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, Adam Cole. We need to see like more guys mix it up. Absolutely. I a thousand percent agree. That's something that we are in a hundred percent agreements with. Like I, would love to see the elite uh, versus I, I believe they're going to be called Paragon according to trademarks, but like, I would, I would love to see it. That's what I hope for a baby face, uh, Kenny Omega and you yeah. know, young bucks versus heel Adam Cole and a uh, fish and O'Reilly. Like, I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. And what, it, what that does is something that me and Tommy have talked about in previously um, it will allow the Bucks to slide into a spot of being a face tag team and giving AEW another fa- major face tag team where they don't lose, they don't really lose much as far as the heel tag team because Red Dragon slides into that spot that the Bucks vacated. And then it allows Adam Cole to do what Adam Cole does and work as a heel, which honestly, from if you look at his career through the independence, as well as his time in WWE and XT, <clears throat> Adam Cole works better as a protagonist and a heel than he does in a face babyface role where Kenny Omega has been both. Kenny Omega has done, done the face, been the face as well as the heel. And it would give Kenny Omega a different path this time in AEW because now where Omega doesn't have to face like the <clears throat> the faces he can now face the heels your MJFs and and so on and that 100% absolutely I agree with you on that one 
Um, moving off of AEW, um, we're going to trade over uh, shift gears towards WWE. Guys, this Saturday, the Royal Rumble is upon us. The road to WrestleMania is here. Guys, I don't know about you guys, but this is one of my favorite pay-per-views. Outside of Mania, the Royal Rumble is... Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view by far. Um, as long as I can remember, um, my dad and a couple of my cousins would all sit down and join up as a crew on the couch and watch Royal Rumbles together. And everybody's calling out their guy who they think is going to take it. And like, it's nothing like that kind of experience with just a bunch of, you know, men yelling, just yelling at one another. No, Undertaker's going to take it. No, Stone Cold. Yeah, that's a good thought. It, it's an yeah. absolute thing. But I've, and then obviously, you know, with me and Rob here, when the Royal Rumble comes on and we start seeing the action happen, it's just us, you know, beating the hell out of each other, reenacting it too, because it's immersing us into the action as well. Um, yeah. let's, let's go ahead and let's go over the card real quick. Um, we obviously, you know, we got our men's Rumble match and the women's match. Um, let's take a look at the participants in the match. So far, 15 out of 30 of the men have been announced for the show. Um, mm-hmm. From Raw, we have Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford of the Street Profits. We have the Mysterios of Ray and Dominic, Austin Theory, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Kevin Owens. Representing SmackDown, we have Sheamus, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, and Kofi Kingston, and our special guest entrant of Johnny Knoxville. Big E's going to take the whole thing. You got, you're, you're calling Big E? Yes. I would love for it to be Biggie. I I don't know. Definitely not going to be Mad Cat Moss. No, for no, for 100%, sure. A thousand percent, it is not going to be Mad Cat Moss. Uh, I will eat somebody's hat if it is Mad Cat Moss. I don't know who's, <laughs> but like, uh, mm. I mean, like the Rumble a- is special to me because, like, if it wasn't for the Royal Rumble, I probably would have never became a professional wrestler because the first match I ever saw was Goldust versus Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental title at the Royal Rumble. Mm, so, like, that. that match stuck with me. And, like, it wasn't Razor being cool. It was Goldust being weird. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, so, like, that's what stuck with me. And, like, the Rumble is so special to me. And if Mad, Co- if Mad Cat Moss wins it, I will probably flip everything in sight. Just you what's funny about the royal rumble is um every year every january i generally do a watch through of all of them and and everything watch the entire event and it's funny how between the very first one in 88 up until 91 the rules were like they just had to go over the top ropes there was no mention of both feet hitting the floor until 92 when they did the when that was flair winning the the championship and then after that that's when they're like oh the both feet have to hit the floor and then the integral storytelling that they've done that they use the rumble for uh austin austin and mcmahon um in 98 99 where mcmahon or 96 or whatever when mcmahon won um they've used the rumble as a way to do storytelling and they've they've still continued to do that just recently uh last year or the year before with McIntyre and and Lesnar building that that now the interesting thing is with the men's Royal Rumble there's been talk about uh the forbidden door and the forbidden door term and everybody saw the the 
promo Cody Rhodes cut and he brought up the forbidden door. And of course you have the, the appearance of Mickey James returning for the women's Royal rumble. That, yes. The impact women's champion, Mickey yeah. James with, with right now only 15 total confirmed participants this leaves rooms for this leaves room for a lot of things whether you get a couple of surprises or you get what i think is going to ha- happen is r- whoever loses in their respective heavyweight championship match is going to t- take a spot in the rumble and end up winning it to force force the wrestlemania main event now, I will say this. I didn't even get up to the predictions yet, Pat. God. I, I was going to touch on that with you, with you on that one, Pat. Uh, Roll it quick. down. I do, I do agree with you on that one. Um, one thing that was brought to my attention that uh, you had brought to my attention earlier today, um, there has been talks that there has been a couple sightings that are going to be potentially coming in this week. Um, I don't want to get your guys' opinion on this one. Rumors are speculating that we are going to see the NXT champion Braun Breaker and the now newly named Gunther in the Royal Rumble this year. Thoughts? It, it has been confirmed that they will be in attendance at the at the Royal Rumble Saturday. Tell me your thoughts. Gunther wins everything. Dan, your thoughts? I want to take this bat and smash my own eyes out with it so I don't have to see that bullshit take place at the Rumble <laughs> this year. <clears throat> um, uh, my thoughts are this. NXT 2.0 has fallen as flat as the last seven months of WCW uh, television from, I'd like to say, July 2000 to, to right up until the death. That's not uh, true. WWE still has money. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Shit, Tom, Tommy coming out just blasting. Uh, and I'm, I'm not meaning that in any... My, my thought process is... I get it. You guys want the wow factor of, oh, my God, it's Gunther showing up. Cool, great. How is that going to affect WrestleMania? And right now, to me, you all need to just concentrate on your own house and get your shit together uh i don't want to get to predictions yet i don't want to jump the shark like pat g but i got my thoughts on it but as far as gunther and you know breaker showing up uh leave them in orlando let them let them let them stew a little bit let them let them you know I hate. Can I swear on this? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. By all okay. means. No, uh, the fuck you can't. Yeah, <laughs> let, let, let NXT unfuck itself before you send them to take a spot that could be a cool moment for someone the fuck else. Thank you. 100%. Um, so we'll, we'll touch on the, the Rumbles matches here in just a little, in just a little bit. Um, Von Wagner, baby. Oh, fuck Von Wagner. Oh my God. No, stop it right now. Stop. Carry on though. Or, Carry on. Or, or you, I love him. You, listen, if you want to get wanna, the fuck out of the studio, if you want to really pull anybody from Orlando for the Rumble, get a uh, generic creator wrestler. Uh, um, what's his face from NXT that's been feuding with AJ Styles? Oh, the Grayson Grayson what? Waller. Well, yeah, Grayson Waller. Welker. Your favorite. If your favorite, see him. Oh my god, he's so gar- he's a garbage can. Oh my god. Anyways, um let's get back to what we- um 
The Raw Women's Championship is on the line as Becky Lynch defends against number one contender Dewdrop. Where guys, they have been building Dewdrop up as the, the new female Only the squasher. of the division. Do we see? No. Are you are you oh, out I'm, of your goddamn I'm, mind? No, 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 no. Like no, what I'm not. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not saying are we going to see a new champion. I'm saying are we going to see a good match? Oh, 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 yeah. Match. Yeah, What's the yeah. Of it's a WWE women's match. Give me five minutes in no. 2020. Something no. that's not gonna be 2022. Jesus Christ! So a two, two out of five guys, two star. It's gonna be five minutes long. Oh, so I gotta make sure that's gonna. Yeah, be you think you think Becky just hits something random and then gets a pin? Yeah, she's gonna roll her up. She's not even gonna hit her with the finisher. They already they already did the they already did the tease on Raw in the last few weeks showing Becky trying to hit the the manhandle slam, which is a very crappy rock bottom. But and obviously she can't do it because she can't lift Dewdrop. But it's the thing of <clears throat> Dewdrop's being trying to build as this monster now that actually doesn't hurt people. Um but it's the thing of only what four or five months ago she was the muscle for a returning Eva Marie, and Which, now horribly she's in a title picture against Becky Lynch. Granted, Becky when Becky Lynch left for the pregnancy and everything, she had the she had a lot of momentum with the man, and then came back his big time back, which a lot of people don't they don't connect with. They're not connecting with because. A lot of people within forums and everything looks at it as a very poor uh, excuse for what Charlotte Flair has been doing. Mm, I'll disagree on that one. It very rarely do you and I disagree with each other on shit. I consider it an extension of the Seth Rollins character because it seems like one ho- both households are doing this grandiose over-the-top presentation of a character that we already uh, know the mass. I mean, Seth freaking Rollins has been Seth freaking Rollins since he won the title from Brock and Roman at WrestleMania 31. It's just now we're getting a different dimension. I think Big Time Bex is an extension of that, but in her own way where she comes back at SummerSlam and wins in like, what, 12 seconds? Yeah. And it can it can be boiled down to in its essence of I show up for the big events i'm that important you guys wanted me back the last 18 months i could have been home you know i i show up for the big money uh which would play into uh hopefully the the women's royal rumble match in in who we have as the winner agreed um moving on from that um let's get our predictions out of the way becky retains yes all yeah. agreement yeah yeah uh, yeah Okay. Uh, next on there, we got the mixed tag team match between Edge and Beth Phoenix, the Grit couple taking on the It couple of Maurice and the Miz. Um, obviously they've been doing this little back and forth with them. It's telling a decent story. Um, where now tomorrow night and Ohio Monday Night Raw emanates from on the Go Home Show, where Miz is going to be hosting a birthday celebration for Maurice. Obviously, I know they're going to pull something wacky with Edge and Beth Phoenix for that whole segment leading to their big match at the Rumble. Um, like, we were talking about this back with day one, uh, Tommy and C. Ham. Uh, we were talking about this, like, 
what does this do for the Miz? Honestly, in my opinion, it puts Miz back into the main event picture for now, just as a new face in the picture. Cause it's very, who do we really have on raw that matters besides who? Well, who? if I, if I was the list, um, outside of Seth, got Big who's e. wrestling for a SmackDown title. Right. We got Seth, Biggie, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Edge, Finn Balor, Balor. So, so hold on, hold on. Balor, who's been jobbing to Austin Theory. Yep. And Definitely not Balor. Seth Rollins, who's wrestling for a SmackDown title. Kevin Owens, who's being used as Seth Rollins' sidekick. And who else did you say? Big E? Who they dropped the ball on and have not really put all that momentum back towards. And besides that, Lashley. So that's not a lot of people. And it's just going to be the same cycle over and over again. At least if you throw Miz back into that main event picture, like they did randomly when Lashley won the belt, it doesn't really matter in my opinion, in my opinion, at least I don't, I don't think Miz wins. I don't, I don't. We also have to, and I'm, I'm going to throw this, (laughs) I'm going to throw this out there to Tommy and tell me what you think. Arguably the best WrestleMania match this year had the Miz in it. Agree. You can't, you can't argue. That Agree. The Miz went out there with a, a rather fresh face as far as Damian Priest goes, you know, other than his NXT run, which seems to be forgotten as soon as you come over. Like that character that they built seems to be forgotten and they give you dewdrop. Um how you doing, kill uh how you doing, carrying cross? Um but <laughs> yikes. But the thing that kills me is I, I agree where Miz would be that, that heel that we need, especially considering that the one that we want is currently being the Sami Zayn in their duo from like five years ago. Yeah, and the Valid. thing is, is with the Raw title picture, there's been, it, there's been multiple reports and stories that WWE wants to flip the titles. They want the Universal Championship back on Raw uh, they want the WWE title on SmackDown because originally it was before Brock Lesnar was placed into the <clears throat> uh, title pick title main event at day one. Roll- Rollins was scheduled to win the WWE championship. Um, there's been talks about how their Finn Balor is not viewed more than just a mid-card guy to help put other guys over. Uh, Austin Theory, there's been one or two stories out there that Austin Theory is going to be one of the final uh, four to six in the Rumble match uh, because Vince McMahon likes Vince McMahon likes him. He sees, he sees money in him. He sees him as a future star. It's just... <clears throat> adding the Miz back into the title picture is going to be like Tommy said, a new face. And we know the Miz can handle that role because he's been there before. Now I think to piggyback off that, and then uh, we'll make the switch over like to the WWE championship match. Um, We have all seen how Vince has had a history of, Oh, I like this talent. Sends him to the moon. And then immediately just like. Oops on him. Bye kid. Here's your papers. You know, yeah, he may be blowing the smoke up Austin Theory's ass now, 
But is he going to be like that in six months, a year from now? No. It, yes, as what Rob just said. Is he the new Drew McIntyre when Drew McIntyre came in? So, if that's your argument, honestly, I say no, because it's a different time. More people have been able to see what Austin Theory was capable of, uh, whether you look at Evolve, any of his indie stuff. You didn't really have that with McIntyre. Like, the crowd is going to determine who gets what push, really. And we've seen that with Daniel Bryan as a prime example. CM Punk is a prime example. Uh, Like, they are prime examples of the WWE will listen when their hand is forced. If Austin Theory can get out of this weird whatever he's in with Vince and stand alone on his own and be developed... if Austin Theory could be the Miz in 2010, 2011, when the Miz won the WWE Championship and went on that fantastic run after he was unmasked as the Calgary Kid, if Austin Theory can go on that kind of run, yes, he is a huge star. He is a huge asset. If he can't, well, I hear AEW's hiring. I mean, to be fair, I mean, they're always hiring. Be honest there. I have to I have to circle back to what Tommy said before we move forward. I hate to say this, but I've noticed a, a thing since Finn Balor had shown up back at NXT for what was basically his 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 Prince Balor run. Yeah. In that Vince utilizes him to get guys ready. Matt Riddle had a phenomenal match with Balor and then was called up. Damian Priest had a phenomenal match with Balor and was called up. Uh Austin Theory is just another one of those guys that Vince is using Balor as a a hand to build guys and make them credible versus anything else. I would love to see Balor actually get a a shot, but at the same token, I don't think he's being poo-pooed on as much as he's at least trusted to make guys look phenomenal. Absolutely. That's why Ziggler still has a job. Yeah, exactly. Um, that is an actually great point, Dan, that you talked about right there. Um, cycling over in um, the next match on the Rumble card, uh, the WWE Championship, the first time ever meeting between Brock Lesnar and the almighty Bobby Lashley. They have been at each other's throats with war of words. Brock Lesnar saying that Bobby Lashley is a Brock Lesnar wannabe. You can't even do that. Bobby Lashley saying Brock Lesnar is afraid of me. That's why you've never stepped in the ring with me. They've had similar career points you know big guy come in big debut they left wwe went to the u went to the mma world made it big there and then circled back to the wwe and both became champions and now they have their first ever meeting at the rumble this saturday um i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a limb here if rock is invested in this story like he was with roman and like he was with the match at day one this will be a great match between them two. He will put he will work his ass off to make Bobby look like a million bucks. We seen it. We seen it at day one when he was selling around for everybody in that match, and he wasn't and he was having fun with it. Did they did it go a little bit better, dumb than what it should have been? Absolutely. But when Brock cares about it, like what Tommy told me before, when Brock cares, it is money. When he doesn't care, it's garbage. Thoughts? That's how you get, that's how you get Brock, at, uh, Brock versus uh, Ambrose at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
like you had just touched on what I said, like Brock cares about this match. He wouldn't be investing the words. Uh, he wouldn't be the one on the mic. He would be letting Heyman do this if he didn't care about it as much as he does. You you saw it at day one. The, the fact that the first big spot of that match was Lesnar going through a barricade from Lashley. The fact that Lesnar was in the hurt lock and sold the absolute hell out of that hurt lock. He, Brock cares. Brock cares. Brock wins and retains, but Brock cares. <laughs> yeah, I think Brock's just, he's taking his time to help elevate Lashley while he's having his interaction with him. He's letting some of that, uh, some of that uh, superstardom rub off on him. Absolutely. Yeah, and the thing with Brock is Brock came back at in a different role. Like when he came back as Farmer Brock, like he the came best. in a he came back in a different role. And now he he's not being he's still the Beast Incarnate. He's still Brock Lesnar at the end of the day. But he came in a in a different role to where it was he was there to accept the the cheers, accept the and do happiness with the fans and there's videos of him signing autographs and doing and interacting with fans and everything it's a different path for him this time around and i think it's to the point where lesnar knows that <clears throat> he is he is the draw that he is and he'll always be that he'll always be that draw but it's getting to the point where he knows that his time is going to be up sooner or later especially with the health issues in the past and everything to the point where he's not going to be able to do it on a consistent basis. So if he can help build someone for the, for the short term, whatever WWE needs, he's going to, because he has a very good relationship with Vince. Absolutely. Um, Dan, do you got anything to add to that before we move on to the uh, universal championship match? You know, I, I I will agree with Tommy. When Brock wants to put on a hell of a match, he could put on a hell of a match. And the other thing that I'm going to say, you know, to, to kind of piggyback off what Pat G said, is not only is this a different Brock as far as the character presentation, this is just a different Brock. Like, you have to think for, you know, the better part of almost two years, he had an opportunity to lay back, be on his farms during, you know, the pandemic, not having to worry about customs and travel and all that other stuff. He may have actually missed what this is. And what this is, is great storytelling when done right. And I think that the legitimacy of Bobby Lashley adds to this because, as was said in the promos and the recent video packages, you've got two men who are almost have been on parallel journeys for 20 years. This is like the ultimate fan service for WWE fans. This is, you know, to, to put it in box office terms, Spider-Man No Way Home for some WWE fans who have fantasy booked Brock and Bobby. What will happen? Well, now we got it. I, I love that. Um, moving on, the Universal Championship is on the line as Roman Reigns puts his 500 and going to be eight-day reign of the being Universal Championship champion on the line with Seth freaking Rollins as a challenger. The Usos are banned from ringside as per result of this past Friday night's match and uh with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins versus the Usos. Um do we get 
a chicanery. This, but not from the Usos. Kevin Owens. Mm, uh, well, I, that, this is the problem with doing this before the prediction for the men's match. Because I honestly would like to see Roman Reigns lose to Seth Rollins clean. I want to see Seth Rollins prove that he's the architect. If this is the character and this is the way they're presenting his character. And, you know, be able to say, I'm the one guy that has Roman Reigns' number. Because up until then, for the last 508 days, the 17 title defenses that have been had by Roman Reigns have gone in his favor. They've built it up so that who is going to be the guy to knock him off if he's beaten all of these phenomenal talents, including John Cena. Uh, to me, it would need to be a clean victory for Seth Rollins for anything to matter going into Mania. So here's my counterpoint to that. Statistically, historically, whenever Seth Rollins has been involved in a title match with Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns has not won. And you can look back in the history. Mm -hmm. That is a very true so, point. Roman retains because of the way they've built him up so far. Now, is that not saying that, you know, Seth can do exactly what you're hoping and go and win the Rumble and then challenge Roman at Mania? And then we get that title switch that's been rumored? Possibly. But history is on the side of Seth Rollins in this except this is a different Roman. It has been a different Roman for the last two years. I love this. Christian, you and I have agreed that this is the best version of Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I can't, I can't see him losing. I can't see him losing. I feel like this is the one uh, final person that's really going to solidify his reign. I don't think the, uh, the amount of days is, is sufficient enough. I think he has to go over on somebody that has a huge connection to the former renditions of Roman Reigns. And I think Seth Rollins is the perfect example. Yeah, and that was shown by this past week, Monday Night Raw, with the promo that Rollins cut, where they kind of upped the ante. And Rollins mentioned the fact that in the past, in the past Roman was being held up by, himself, by Rollins and mocks and now he's using the usos to to hold him on this pedestal and the and the fact that the days of the shield and rollins has always had his number when they've crossed paths and everything i look at this is if rollins is going to win clean okay that's fine you get your you get your title switches whatever may be the case mm. and and Reigns, Reigns jumps in the Rumble, wins the Rumble, faces Lesnar mania like everybody is predicting and, and saying that that's what's going to happen. Or you get, like Tommy said, Reigns wins this match, gets that validation to the point where it's almost the similar kind of validation that he got when he beat Cena at SummerSlam because this is the one guy that statistically has always had his number and on top of it where in those 17 title defenses that he's had there's always been some chicanery or nefarious tactics whether the usos this time the usos are banned this time it's reigns by himself it will if reigns wins clean no interference from anyone it almost is the same on par as the john cena victory because 
Now he's done it by himself. He didn't have the Usos. <laughs> he's beaten the one guy that's had his number up until now. 100%. I will agree with you on that one. Um, so gentlemen, um, we are going to, now we can talk about the rumble stuff. Uh, but real quick, let's go ahead and let's do the shotgun predictions. I'll go around the table, one last shot, and then we'll get into the rumbles. Um, I'll start with Rob right here. Roman versus Seth. Who do you got? Roman. Tommy, Seth, Seth or Roman, who you got? Roman. Pat, Roman, Seth. Uh, I'm going to go Roman. Dan. Uh, I'm going to go with Seth. I'll be the odd man. See him. Big dog for the win. And I'm going to take Seth Rollins on that one. I'm going to side with Dan on that one. Um, mixed tag match, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. Tommy. Uh, the grit couple, Edge and Maurice. Uh, Edge and, wow, Edge and Beth. <laughs> Spoiler. Oops. <laughs> uh, Pat. I'm going to give the victory to Mer Miz and Maurice. Dan? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, multiverse variant brood Edge and Beth. Love it. <laughs> Love it. See him? Edge and Beth. Five second pose. <laughs> Rob? I'm gonna take Edge and Beth on that one. Uh, we did already agree with this one. Uh, Becky Lynch all around against Dewdrop. Uh, Brock versus Bobby. Rob. In a ten minute classic, I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar. Tommy. Brock Lesnar. Pat. I'm gonna go Lashley. Dan. I'm gonna go Brock. See him. Former Brock on top. Stop playing with my boy. Take Brock. <laughs> so uh, real quick, what if, what happens if Brock Lesnar comes out here and sells like Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan? Oh my goodness, I'm gonna oh, be I'm gonna be in love and in tears. I, <laughs> I will literally green screen that entire match of everything he sells and just pop it up on stream. <laughs> I don't. Like, I see it happening, bro. Like the baby face Brock's gonna do it. I I just feel it's gonna. Uh, he's gonna. All right. Guys, it is the Rumble season, and I know it's a pay-per-view that all of us hold near and dear to our hearts. Some of our favorite moments have happened. One of my favorite moments, this one is not an actual match itself. What happened backstage at the 2005 Royal Rumble, when Ric Flair and Eddie Guerrero came into the office to get their numbers. Ric Flair celebrating that he got number 30, and Eddie Guerrero over there in shock that he got number one. Goes up to Ric Flair, shakes his hand, pulls him in, does the whole Eddie Guerrero lie, cheat, and steal, switches everything, but also made out with Ric Flair's wallet as well, where we saw later in the night where Teddy Long goes to Eddie. Eddie, give me Ric's number. Phone number? Right there. That line right there popped me hard because I was dying. And then at the end of it, he's like, Eddie. And then he goes, Holy Holmes, you know I love you. Slide me some skin. Eddie. Hands him his wallet, and they start going nuts. That is one of my favorite Royal Rumble moments to ever happen, and that's something I will always go back and watch because that moment right there will make me. I have a small, simple one like that, too. All right. Santino Morella. Oh, my God. And when Kane was just going through, just violently ripping everybody, bald Kane with the contact. The best Kane. Weird. Kane is my favorite wrestler of all time. That is the yes. best version of Kane. Bro, when Santino rolls in there, just his immediate face when he hits the ground, he's just like, oh, 
I wasn't I was ready. ready. I wasn't ready. Yo, that's I one of the best live. moments ever. I, w- I was at that Rumble Live in Detroit. Oh uh, that pop that is on video does not do the pop that was in the Joe Lewis Arena justice. Yeah, that's one of my favorite, one of the funniest moments all time Royal Rumble history. Uh, for me, if we're going, if we're just going like favorite moments like that, for me, it's uh, since we're on the uh, Marksman Wrestling Quadcast, uh, it is Vince McMahon tearing both of his quads, yes. he's being so upset <laughs> that the rumble ended in a tie. Here's the thing. You guys made it work with Bret Hart and Lex Luger. You could have easily done it there. You got two world titles. And guess what? They were facing off for those exact world titles that year. So, you could have made quick. it work. Hey, don't do it. Play me out. <laughs> just, just sitting there like. Just like, mad people, like, just like a mad child. Just like, someone fix this. The, uh, the fish shaking his face. <laughs> Real quick, because I remember they talked about it. Edge, Edge talked about it uh, two years after his retirement. He said in the minute that he got in the back and he saw Vince just sitting there and he's like, what happened? And then somebody's like, he tore both. <laughs> Immediately, I said, he said to myself, I'm like, I'm getting that hell out of here before I get caught in this. And the moment I got out of the locker room, you see security coming through saying, clear the way. And that old motherfucker walked out on two torn quads and was driven to the hospital. <laughs> like, Vince McMahon. Forrest Gump with the, the braces. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, feel my legs instead of Dan. The, the I started running. Man, excuse me, excuse me. That's Sergeant Dan. Sergeant God. Dan. God. Uh, <laughs> the amount of things that Vince McMahon has done to himself to entertain the masses, whether they were intentional or not, will go down in history. Man, um, Pete. He has torn both his quads. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's he's concussed himself a number of times. In a million stunners. I, yeah. I think that I think that the we can star. all agree. Yep, I think we can all agree that blowing your quads out, being pissed off, and walking to a rental car is big dick energy. Uh, billionaire, big, big grapefruit energy. energy. Big grapefruit yes. energy. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh my god! Get out of my way, damn it! All right. Ooh, compose yourselves here. All right. Oh, that was great. Let's go over the Rumble matches one last time, and then we will hit it off with some trivia to close out the show. The women's Rumble match. Twenty-one of the thirty participants have been announced. Participants that are in the match are as followed: Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash. 24-7 champion Dana Brooke, Carmella, <laughs> Queen Zelina, Tamina, Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, The Bellas, Lita, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan. Excuse me. The- WWE legend Summer Rae. Get it right. God. WWE legend JJ Castile. You've I never even been on television. WWE's <laughs> Hall of Famer Tommy's Jaw. 
<laughs> Impact Wrestling oh. Women's Champion Mickey James. Guys, the card is back for what they have left of the women's division. Um, let me get some predictions out of you guys. Um, I want your your dark horse who's gonna have a great performance, your winner and your rump runner up. Tommy, let me start with you. Uh, my dark horse is Bianca Belair. Uh, because she has always performed well in any win. I don't think that she wins the Rumble back-to-back, uh, simply because the momentum uh, the momentum has left her side since SummerSlam. Um, I can see I – don't, I don't think Rhea wins either. Ooh, that's tough. I say, I say Rhea is the runner-up again. Okay. Um, and then I say – oh, that's tough. That's tough. You know what? I'm going to say it's Naomi. I say Naomi wins the Royal Rumble. Oh, that'd be a, that's different. I like that. Um, Seaham, let me hear from you, man. Nope. What what do you let me what are you what do you got? What do you got? I'm thinking uh okay, here we here we go. <laughs> this is a hear me out situation. Good. Let the controversy roll in. All right. Dark Horse. Watch this. Aaliyah. Keep an eye on her. I hate you. Why would you say that? Because you know how WWE is going super hard. They got a super hard on for her right now, and they're pushing her to the moon for no absolute reason. She's been in NXT for like seven years, though. I agree. I agree. But but I'm just saying, I'm not using my logic. I'm using WWE logic. Fair. I'll agree. She's going to be, she's going to have a lot of opportunities to shine, and she's going to throw some people out, and you're going to be like, holy shit, why did she throw her out? I, mean, I guarantee it. Um, the winner, uh, honestly, I think Lita's going to win because they're trying to set Stop up it. a dream match for, for no reason. Stop <laughs> it. They're trying to set Stop up a dream it. match for no reason. So and, do you think Charlotte's the runner-up then? Yeah. Really? Yes. If you're gonna Okay. Tell, if you're going to tell the story, yes, I agree with that. Okay, um, okay. Pat, what do you got? You know, WWE um, weirdness. Dark Horse, uh, Nikki. And my Dark Horse, uh, the winner. I, I'm going to go on a, on a wild hunch and I'm going to agree with, I'm going to actually agree with Seaham and go with Lita because they're, the way that they're building it is Lita said she's got one more run in with it in her and the rumble is that perfect time for her to get into that title picture automatically with no questions asked whether she eliminates charlotte flair or not it it really doesn't matter because if lita wins it she's got her choice and mo and the money match is charlotte and you know how wwe loves their random legends at wrestlemania they do they do like snooki what a great legend dan what do you got Dark Horse, Alexa Bliss. Uh, oh, yeah, she's a thing. She's a thing. I think that the fans are clamoring for her to return so badly that if she were to go over in the Rumble, you would, have some, you would have someone face big-time Bex that hasn't faced big-time Bex yet. And Alexa Bliss can have a fucking great match. And if you, let her, if you let her lie her way out of therapy... For her to go in there and unleash that demon bitch that we saw at WrestleMania, then you know what? 
take my money. But that's my I would love. I would love to see the Enchantress again. That was great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big Rob. My my. Oh, I'll, I'll, hold on. I didn't bad, my bad. Bad. let him finish. Bad. Bad. Okay. <laughs> now I want you to follow me on this one because I have uh, it's split 50-50. Uh, Oscar and Rowdy Ronda Rousey. The reason I would say that is because this run of big time Becks really began with Ronda Rousey, and she never had her return match. And you haven't seen very much of her as far as like physical stuff. She's not posting a lot. I know she had a kid, but she has expressed wanting Asuka. Asuka is going to eliminate Charlotte Flair because Asuka did win a Royal Rumble. But when she went to WrestleMania, she came up short against Charlotte. Conversely, her and Becky have history. And this would be one of those people that Becky needs to prove she's better than once again. So those are my picks. I like it. I definitely okay, like that, that. Well over my head with that one. Okay, Rob. I'm a I'm a I would not like to see Ronda Rousey come. <laughs> he said, let me just start off with that. <laughs> that Charlotte Flair shouldn't be in this match. Um I find that that's what happens. That's what happens when you don't build up anybody else. That's what like happens when you or when you release Rumble, half your roster. Like if, yes. So the only reason a champion should be in a rumble is the Ric Flair Roman Reigns. You're defending that title. I, I agree. I, I like I, I like that stipulation. But being in it just to be in it, uh, I'll go play in traffic. <laughs> um. All right. So my dark horse is. I'll go Lita as the as the dark horse for the win. Uh, who I Wendy Chu in the Rumble? No, if Wendy Chu's in the Rumble, I'm in love. Hold up, let, 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 listen. Let, there, let there's not, there's nine total spots still open, so Wendy Chu could easily be involved in the Rumble. Is Bailey Wendy here? Chu is number two? Bailey, is, Bailey, Bailey is in the time frame of being cleared. Yes, that's what yeah. I thought. She'll be an there, entrant. There, uh, yeah, he's. It, it, it there it's it's like a gray area whether she's gonna be cleared or not but in time uh, mm, I'll, I'll, we like you the gray area mm-hmm. i love the gray area all right um my 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 winner is Liv morgan hmm. that that's honestly who i originally thought uh weeks ago weeks ago i had said this but I just I don't see it. I feel like the loss to Dewdrop kills that momentum. Yeah, and they haven't done anything to build it back up. I, I it's just, it's the same situation for me with Bianca. In all yeah, honesty, yeah. I feel the loss though gives that underdog still. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I lost this match because obviously I was out, outweighed, outnumbered, whatever. Flip the script. She wins the rumble, goes on, beats Becky at Mania, gets her moment. It might not be a long reign, but it's there. The moment is what matters. Yeah, the moment she gets her moment, and then she leaves. And and historically speaking, Vince likes tan blonde white women. Same. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying Vince has a type, but. He made, like, he um, tell me I love the studio. He's not wrong. 
Oh my goodness. Tommy's chair has joined the chat. How you doing? <laughs> Tommy's chat. Tommy's uh, chair stays going over. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. All right. Um, for myself, my dark horse, I'm gonna agree with Dan. I am going to say it is going to be Little Miss Bliss, Alexa Bliss. She's gonna be the dark horse. Um my runner up. I'm gonna throw a curveball. Mickey James. Reason. Get out of here. Get out of Hold here. Up. Listen, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. If Mickey James was to come in and start throwing over your talent and doing like, you know, putting on a performance for herself, that's building credibility for her. Where you're gonna throw out Natalia and Aaliyah, and that's it. Throw Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Yeah, and then Charlotte Flair is going to eliminate her because Vince McMahon doesn't want his champions going under anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's the there's the there's the outside perspective of Mickey James has stated that she wants to wear the Impact Women's Championship to the ring and come to the ring her theme. She actually will. She she absolutely will because she's not a WWE talent. The most they can do is you know they could play her WWE music because that's how fans would know her as yeah because that's just what they do but she'll they announced her as the smackdown women's uh smackdown as the impact women's champion yeah she's gonna come out with the belt for that reason you know what i mean like mm-hmm. Char- charlotte's not gonna not come out with the the smackdown women's title like it's a big it's a big thing and yeah. if this is their way of like you know promoting this this partnership they're going to do that. They're going to highlight that, especially if they announced it on SmackDown that she's the Impact Women's Champion. They acknowledged it. Why mm-hmm. would they not let her bring the belt? And on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. Also. And my winner, I'm going to say Liv Morgan. Give her her moment at Mania. So, so I'm the only one who, after months of saying Liv Morgan needs to win, Liv Morgan needs to win, I'm one of the only ones who sat there and said, nah, Liv, Liv doesn't need it. Liv doesn't have it. Okay. I mean, I get it. I get it. They did some zigzag booking with her. It is. Um, The men's side of it, we only have half the field announced. Um, I'm going to start with Dan. I want to get your thoughts. Who's your dark horse in the men's match? Who's your runner-up? Who's your winner? Okay. uh, Dark horse in the men's match is going to be KO. Uh, The reason why is is that I think that with KO re-signing, and with his his stellar work history, he never really got to enjoy uh, that first run because he was under the gun to make it a good run, especially considering how the, the belt got started. I think that he deserves a good match at WrestleMania night one or night two for a title. So that's my dark horse. Um, my moment of the match is going to be when John Cena comes out dressed as Peacemaker and eliminates Finn Balor. That's going to be pretty dope. <laughs> my runner... My uh, my runner up on this one, uh, something tells me that it's going to be one of the surprise entrants. And I think that it would be really cool if it was Moose, especially considering that people are now starting to uh, put the correlation between Roman Reigns and Moose's uh, time in football together, kind of like tease the dream match. But I, I honestly would like to see the winner of this match be God, I hate to say if he could get cleared or not, but if Drew could go over and get yet another awesome pop for a Royal Rumble win. Like I said, that's that's a huge ask, though, with his injuries. Uh, Pat, what you got? Who's your dark horse, your runner-up, and your winner? Um, 
my dark horse is is uh, same as Dan. It's going to be Kevin Owens. Um, just because, and like he stated, Owens at one point had the championship and didn't really get the run that he should have because they did pull. Um, and it's been a story that's been told by both Owens and Jer- Jericho. Uh, they pulled the title away from them. They said that they needed the title for another program. So, and then they went from having the title to being literally the opening match. Um, so, I, Owens is my dark horse. He did, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, my runner-up is be one of the surprises that I believe is going to happen, and I think that and you know, call me crazy. It's gonna. I think Matt crazy. Cardona is gonna show up. Shut, get the fool. I go. Go ahead. I, wait, but I. Wait, what, I what, have. What'd you say? What'd I. You say? I believe Matt Cardona is going to show up and be within that. Be within that final four. Cardona. And, yeah. Hell no. Um, because he's done. He's done what. He's done a very similar thing that what what Drew McIntyre did. Drew McIntyre got released. McIntyre went out, worked various other independent companies, went to Impact, made a name for himself, built himself up <clears throat> as Drew Galloway, and got that return spot. I'm going to shut that down real quick because Matt Carr done half of what Drew Galloway has done um as far as reinventing himself like in all honesty like matt cardona is just on the precipice of being something of a of a household name again like galloway mcintyre whatever you want to call him went overseas went back to to scotland for icw you know became world champion in impact or was it still tna i don't remember um Cardona has very, very, very few big name stuff that he's done, I, at least in my opinion, because Galloway was in the ring with Lashley in Impact. You know, he was against, you know, the Mooses. He was against the EC3s. He was against the Matt Hardys, who were all high level things. Who besides Moose has Matt Cardona really faced in Impact? that is at that caliber of talent. And I I can't consider his GCW stuff because that's the indies. That that's the that's not like high level TV stuff. Yes, GCW is one of the biggest independents out there, but like yeah. It, you I don't think you can compare Matt Cardona and Drew Galloway. That is a huge disservice to Drew Galloway. Nothing against Matt Cardona besides the fact that he sucks eggs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm carry on. <laughs> and then Pat, your winner. Um, my winner in my heart. I want it to be. I want it to be Biggie. Just be, because, like Tommy stated, he 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 hasn't been rebuilt. Like they they put him in the match. Les Lesnar pinned him. He's not got that momentum back. But I. Th- I think, I think it's going to be. Personally, I think it's going to be whoever loses the heavy, 
heavyweight championship, whether it's Lesnar or Reigns, it's going to be one of those two taking a spot, go, entering the Rumble, winning the Rumble, and then going to face up face the other the other one at Mania. See him. Yo, I'm thinking. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I'm thinking my dark horse is going to be um, Biggie. Okay. Because I know he's not going to win, uh, even though I want him to. But uh, I just know that WWE is they. I can I can sense that they've moved on. I can sense that they've moved on with Biggie. It hurts me to say it because I. <laughs> Y'all know I love me some New Day. I love me some Big E, but I feel like they've moved on with Big E, to be honest with you. But I think they're still uh, wanting him to remain in the picture of, like, the mid to upper tier of the card. So they're going to make him still look very strong, very important. He might be the one that has the most eliminations, to be honest with you, for the Rumble. But I don't think he's going to win. Um, I think... I I have a question for you. I mean, just because he doesn't win the Rumble doesn't mean he can't have a WrestleMania match. Do you think we could finally see the Big E versus Goldberg match that Mm. has been talked about? Because let's be honest, if Goldberg just showed up in February and said, "Uh, yeah, I would be here to go for the title, but I don't want the title. I want him. I would love that. that, And build the story around that as long as Tommy's jaw doesn't break his elbow. (laughs) And Goldberg Goldberg still has one contracted match left on his contract, I believe. Yeah. Not only that, but also Biggie has gone on record and said that his dream match He's would be Goldberg. against Goldberg. Yep, yep. That's what I was gonna say last. So you yeah. words okay. right out of my mouth. I knew so we simpatico, simpatico, yep. right there. And uh the person it's the melanin. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I think the person that um is gonna is gonna take it, honestly. Um y'all not gonna like this, but I think Randy Orton's gonna take it. It wouldn't even shock me at this point. Yes, it, it wouldn't I, even shock me at this. I've point. been saying this for a second. Uh, I think Randy's on the way out. Um, really? Just, yes, I think he's. I think he's done. He has nothing else to prove. And I think before he does that, he wants to have another run at a uh, heavyweight title at the, re- at the record. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think this is if there's any good time to do it because he's been so uh, in the spotlight and so hot with his connection with Riddle. Because like, mm. let's let's be honest, like. His connection with Riddle resurged Randy's career. Not that it needed any resurgence, but no one was thinking about what Randy Orton was doing before he got into the RK Bro situation. So he was just—he was just there. Yeah, he was just a a guy that everyone knew that was a solid worker, and you know, he was just lingering around. But I think this is a good opportunity with him being thrust in the spotlight like this that he can just. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he have a WWE title? Like, didn't Drew lose the WWE title to him at one point? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. And that was that was just wasn't that just like a filler reign at that point? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I believe I believe so. Yep. so yeah. That, we, that makes sense. And, and to help out, see him's thought process on this one. The one thing we've all been waiting for is the breakup of RK Bro. So what if? And I'm throwing this into the multiverse to see him. You just made my brain tingle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if elimination chamber matt riddle walks out with the wwe or universal championship because anything goes in one of those a title Man. change in saudi arabia could happen to build a big pop and then there was already matt a camel riddle, i'm here for it Ooh, yes and then, camel. and then all of this all of this is 
couldn't get a fucking camel. Yep. Like this entire thing. Like imagine because they have been building Riddle via using the name recognition with Randy mm -hmm. and he can do some great work and seeing him live at a house show. There was only another big pop other than him as far as faces go. And it was big E. Yeah. All right. Tommy. I'm right here with you on that, brother. I love that. Tommy, your dark horse, your runner up and your winner. My dark horse is huh. my dark horse is Biggie. Okay. Um, I I agree that he might break the record because if I'm correct at this point, the record is held by Strowman. Yep, at 13. Uh, yes. Um, Formerly held uh, by Kane, then Strowman broke it. Yeah, with the with the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. It's not a real rumble. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, Dark Horse is Biggie. Runner up, I'm going to say, is uh, the loser of the the loser of the WWE Championship match. Okay, Lashley or Brock is the runner up. The winner. Ooh, the winner is the loser of the Universal Championship match. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Just, right. That's smart thinking. Mine, my dark horse, AJ Styles. Ooh. AJ like, Styles. Oh, in that case, in that case, I hope Grayson Waller eliminates him after AJ comes out and wrestles for 30 minutes and Grayson Waller comes out and just low bridges him. He's not even in the rumble. Waller's yeah. not even in the rumble. I got a better one for you after that. Go ahead, Danny. Finish. <laughs> fucking hate that dude with a fucking passion. Yeah, he's bad. God, I hate that dude. <laughs> My runner-up, Biggie. My winner mm. is the loser of the Universal Title match. Rather dark Seth, oh, you said Dark Horse is AJ. Dark yeah. Horse is AJ. Runner-up is Biggie. Winner is the loser of the Universal Title match, being Seth or Big, uh, being our uh, Roman Reigns. Now, if I could just have a, a quick moment before we move on, I've stumbled sure across something on the internet that's really, really interesting. Okay. And I, and I looked at betting odds, and uh, although you know all thirty entrants have not been revealed, right. it has certain people listed here that have not been announced yet. And I just want to get your guys' thoughts on some of these people's names that have been listed. And if you guys are listening, if you guys are listening live in chat, uh, we do do these episodes every Sunday on twitch.tv forward slash shut up Danny underscore TTV, which you can then find later on in the week at pushstartmedianetwork.com. Uh, so these betting odds may not be uh, accurate when you hear them, uh, but they are accurate as of our recording. Correct. These are accurate as of today's date. So here's some of the people that are not currently listed as the 15 people uh drew mcintyre okay okay the rock can we stop trying to bring him back almost oh almost. fuck okay goldberg okay cesaro and Twist. cesaro cesaro is very high he's like the second highest rated person to win currently in the betting odds i would don't do that don't right, do that don't give me hope though. right beneath him Braun breaker right beneath him walter who 
Walter. Oh, well, Who? you know, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah, those are some of the names that were not listed in the 15 that I just thought. Oh, yeah. One more. One more. This is the one I wanted to leave you with. Bray Wyatt. That is also listed. That's true, because he has not resigned. With, he hasn't signed with anybody. He hasn't signed with anyone. So and he's been, show he, up. he's been Twitter fingering. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to him. Oh, you dude, don't know fingering. If Bray comes back, I'm going to cry. So that's a possibility. I, I like it, but don't give me hope with Big Swiss. Yeah, don't. don't get like, me I'm telling you, he's the second highest rated person as far as betting odds is concerned. All that's right. because that's because if he wins and somebody bet on him, they're making big bucks. So much money. <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what's what's funny is the one the one uh, site that I saw, which was I believe it was BetOnline.ag. They had they had uh, listings, and they had uh, the one option where it's like the long shots or whatever. It was like plus ten thousand. Their list for the plus 10,000 is Dominic Mysterio, Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, <clears throat> Ooh, gross. Uh, Johnny Knoxville, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, Mick Foley, Shane McMahon, and Mr. Oh. McMahon. Oh, uh, they got to chill. If McMahon shows up and he tears his quads, I'm not going to be happy. More <laughs> quads torn. Please. Okay. We got to do it for the culture. Do it for the culture. No, 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 no. McMahon shows up. He enters the rumble at number 30. Austin Theory is still in there. Austin Theory is one of the last two. He tells Theory to get out. <laughs> Eliminate yourself. And then Vince beats Brock. Oh, <laughs> Long-term storytelling from 2003. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, I hope you guys have been preparing, studying up. It's preparing. trivia time. Trivia time. I am the reigning champion. I am one and oh in trivia. Yes, you are. Uh, a little controversially, honestly, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. I got the questions right here. Gentlemen, how I'm gonna do this. It's a death note. Gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, uh before the rules go, I have actually got to turn it in. I have to wake up at 2 30 in the morning to go run 10 miles. Oh Jesus. Uh, yeah, I know I hate myself too, but I just wanted to say thank you for having me on. And if I could plug ours, Turnbuckle Talk Radio Podcast, wherever you get your fine ass podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for having me on. Uh, Pat G, you better represent us, dude, because seriously, if Tommy beats me, this will be the third time Tom Brewington has beaten me in any kind of matchup. And I'm fucking tired of losing. Hey, man, I still have the in-your-face tag belts in my in my closet somewhere, so. Oh, Jesus Christ, keep them there. All right, I love you guys. Thank you for having Dan, me on. I will say this, man. If you ever want to be on the show, let Pat G know you are more than welcome to be a part of the show anytime you anytime you want to, my friend. Or any hey, podcast on Push Start Media Network. Yes. Thank you, guys. It's It's been an absolute pleasure. We'd love to be on and do some more collabos. It'll be like tech and rock all over again. Absolutely. All right. Take it easy, guys. Have a good night, Dan. Good night. All right. All right. I've already eliminated one person in trivia. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were three. All right. Rules are as followed. To answer the question, you must call out your name. You jump, if you jump ahead, you are automatically disqualified. Your answer will not count. Each question is worth one point. I have a total of 15 questions. The first one to get six wins. And if we go past 15, I have a sudden death question for the win. Sound good? Okay. Sudden death note. Ready. All right. Question number one. In the 2011 Royal Rumble match, 
Which superstar had the most eliminations? Patrick. Pat G, what do you got? Roman Reigns. Incorrect. Tommy. Tommy? Alberto Del Rio. Incorrect. See him. What do you got? Goldberg. Incorrect. <laughs> the correct answer was John Cena. He had seven eliminations. 2011 was the 40-man Royal Rumble match. Del Rio won, so I was on the Del right Rio track. Won. Yeah. I was on the right track. All right. Question number two. Not including the greatest Royal Rumble match. Never included. Never. Yes. <laughs> Who holds the longest Royal Rumble record? Tommy. Tommy. Rey Mysterio. Correct. Rey Mysterio holds the record for 62 <laughs> minutes, 12 seconds at the 2006 Royal Rumble. You're graduated. That's why I know. Speaking of longest Royal Rumble time, which female superstar holds the longest time in the Royal Rumble match for the women? Tommy. Tommy, what do you got? Natalia. Incorrect. Fuck. Then I know who it is. I hate this place. Patrick. I don't know who it is. What do you got? I'm going to go Sasha Banks. Incorrect. Nope. See him. If you don't get this, we're 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 no longer brothers. I have no clue who it is. I'm gonna go with uh, Charlotte. Nope. The answer is Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair at 56 minutes oh, and 52 seconds. I, <laughs> I, I I was torn between Natalia and Bianca, and I said Natalia. I, I was I was torn between Sasha and Bianca. All right. Listen on this one. This one's gonna be. This one's a little bit of a trick question here. There has only been one superstar to win consecutively twice from the number 28 position. Who Tommy. is that superstar? Tommy. Batista. Dave Batista is correct. That is two, Tommy. Number five. What two female superstars have the tie for the most eliminations in a women's Royal Rumble match. I'm looking for two. Tommy. Okay. Bianca Belair. Okay. And Shayna Baszler. That is correct. Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler hold the record for eight eliminations combined between the two. Nice. Excluding Mr. McMahon. <laughs> what WWE superstar has only won the Royal Rumble one time. Patrick. Hey, G. <coughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Danny, that question is weird because there's a couple. <laughs> yeah, yes. Because... Alberto Del Rio is one. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is two. Uh, who else? Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar is one. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, see. So okay, that one. That one's on me. I'll scroll. I'll, that one. I'll throw out. All right. New question. New question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I was like, there's been, yeah, there's been a that one. There... That one I messed up on. That one. That one's on me. That one. That one falls on me. Okay, that's okay. What WWE superstar has or had the most appearance in Rumble history? Tommy. Tommy. Kane. Kane. Kane is correct at twenty. My favorite. It's my favorite. All right, that is four <laughs> the Tommy. mayor. That's for Tommy. All right, listen to this one. Before being eliminated in the 1996 Royal Rumble by runner-up Diesel, Hunter Hearst Helmsley lasted how long in the match? I'm not looking for the full time. I just want to know how long he lasted without going over. Patrick. G. Uh, 48 minutes. 48 minutes is correct. Get off that second screen, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another one. In the 2000 Rumble, outside of Kai and Tai, <laughs> who also made an appearance causing two eliminations and who was, was eliminated? Tommy. Okay, Tommy, who you got? I'm looking for the group and who else was eliminated because of them. Oh, shit. Uh, the Mean Street Posse? <laughs> okay. And... X-Pac? And... Road Dog? I'm wrong. You were wrong on the eliminated people, but you were right oh. on the person. Pat G or C Ham, can you guess who the other two people that were caused that were eliminated because of the Mean Street Posse? Uh, it was early. It was early on in the. It was, was it early or was it? My mind's a blank. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go. Fuck. Um, what the hell did they eliminate? Uh, Farouk and Bradshaw. Correct. They. I was gonna say Farouk and oh Bradshaw. Oh my god! I hate eliminated. this place. Both. I had I had three choices. I had DX. I had the Acolytes or the APA, and I had Too Cool. But I think Too Cool was eliminated by Rikishi. They were eliminated yeah, by Rikishi. It wasn't Too Cool because they did the dance and Rikishi eliminated them both. Yes. Yeah. So I got the right year. I mean. And I was like, and then when you said X-Pac, I was like, wait, no, the it was, the outlaws were later, but it was, the posse was earlier. And I was like, who's the other tag team? And I'm like, for Listen, man. Gotcha? Listen, man. I was 10. The only thing I remember from the 2000 Rumble is Taz beating Kurt Angle. <laughs> Yes, that is correct. It was the Mean Street Posse. They showed up twice at two separate occasions, getting Farouk eliminated and Bradshaw. And then they proceeded to get their ass kicked up the ramp going out of the building. All right. That's one Pat, four Tommy, zero C. Ham. Yeah, C. Ham, I thought you were studying for this, man. You had the whole game. No, I'm asleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number 10. Out of all four members of Evolution, who was the final member to win their first Royal Rumble. Tommy. Tommy, who you got? Randy Orton. 
Randy Orton was correct. Randy Orton won the 2009 R Royal Rumble. Batista was four years prior. Older. But uh, Batista was four years prior at 2005. Triple H was at 2002, and Ric Flair was at 1992. Triple H. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. What a great name. All right. Since 2012, one WWE superstar has been listed in the final four since 2012 until the most recent time frame. Who was that WWE superstar? Wait, can we get that question one more time? Yep. Since 2012, mm -hmm. the infamous Final Four, mm -hmm. one superstar has been in every Final Four hmm. since then. 2012? Since 2012, who was that superstar? See him. See him. Who do you got? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is correct. Roman Reigns, since 2012, has been featured in... The final four of the Royal Rumble match since being in the, in a debut. Damn, that's that's a that's a solid ass lineage. It is. All right, here's a good one. Pay attention. This is, I'm asking for a specific date. I'm on a date here. You're out of luck. Oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> what WWE Hall of Famer has won the Royal Rumble twice on the same date? As January 31st. Tommy. Tommy. Shawn Michaels. Incorrect. Well, that was it for me. <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer? WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer. DM called it in. Rick Flair. Uh, ah, Pat, you almost jumped the line, but CM called it in. It's his answer. CM, you said Rick Flair? Yes. Incorrect. So, Pat. It was last year. It was last year. Edge. The Rated R Superstar is correct. Edge won his return back in 2010, January 31st. He went on to face Chris Jericho at WrestleMania and lost. Last year, he went on to win to go on to WrestleMania to lose in a triple threat. I didn't know about the 2010 one. I, I remember the Rumble was the 31st last year. Yes, that, that, that was that one. All right, here we go. The Royal Rumble has seen some entrants come go wire to wire, and they have also seen some entrants come and go, but have multiple superstars share the same time in being eliminated. There are three superstars I'm looking for. Who were those three superstars? And the time frame that they were eliminated in was seven seconds. That's tough. Tommy. Tommy, who do you got? I'm looking for three. Yeah, G, stop scrolling that mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the Bill. I'm watching the Bills game. I'm screwing with you, bro. <laughs> Idris O'Neal. Santino Morella. And freaking, I don't know, Hillbilly Jim. I don't know. Incorrect. Uh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good question. I pass. You pass? Seven seconds? Yep. 
These three gentlemen have been eliminated in seven seconds. Um, Bushwhacker Luke. Santino was one second. Um, I, 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 I gotta pass. I, right. I, I can't think of the other two. In 1999, it was Gilbert. In 2007, The Miz. In 2010, Montel Montamius Porter. M. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. 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 Here's another one. This one, again, pay attention to the question. This former WWE superstar and 11 appearances has lasted just a few seconds under a total of five hours in the Royal Rumble match. That former WWE superstar, former WWE yeah. superstar. Who Him. is that superstar? See him, Dan Bryan. Incorrect. Tommy, Tommy, who do you got? Oh, I know. I think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. Fuck. Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley. Incorrect. Patrick. Pat G. The only the only one after the other two answers, CM Punk. Incorrect. Is it Jericho? It was Chris Jericho. I knew Damn. I could answer. Damn. Damn. I forgot about Jericho. I figured Jericho he had longer in, time. Jericho puts yeah. in work in the rumbles. Yeah. For sure. I figured Jericho had long a longer time. Nope. Eleven appearances, just six seconds away from eclipsing five hours total, the Royal Rumble. Nice. All right. At the 1995 Royal Rumble match, Shawn Michaels and who went wire to wire before becoming the runner-up? Patrick. You piece of shit. G, who do you got? Shawn Michaels and the British Bulldog. The British Bulldog was correct. The 1995 Royal Rumble, because Shawn Michaels won that Rumble. I know he won back to back. Bulldog, Bulldog through Michaels. You're right. You're right. You're right. You want to know what year I'm thinking of? You want to know what year I'm thinking of? 96, because Michaels also went wire to wire that year and a last eliminated Diesel. That was that was it. That was hate this place. British Bulldog. All right, Tommy, you are at five. You're at three. Cam, you're at one. Yeah, big so. one. <laughs> All right. Want to donate that one point? Oh yeah. <laughs> this this last question is for <clears throat> is for Tommy to win it, or we go to, or Tom, well, Tommy's gonna win it regardless. But let's see if he actually gets it. These two WWE superstars made their debut in the Royal Rumble match. And I looked this one up, and this one is actually confirmed. Who were those two superstars to make their debut in the Royal Rumble match? 
DM. DM, who do you got? AJ Styles. Yep. I can't remember the other one. Quick question before he answers the second part. Yes. Are they still a current WWE superstar? No. Okay. Uh, that's not who I'm thinking then. Go well, ahead. You, still have, you have a chance. You never said a second answer. You got a chance still. I'm going to say... I don't got one. <laughs> Damn. Go ahead. You got it. Tommy. AJ Styles was confirmed. I knew that. Yep. Ric Flair? Incorrect. Ooh. Damn. Well, AJ Styles is the one. The only other one that I can think of <laughs> that made his debut in the Rumble. Um, Giant Gonzalez. It's not Giant Gonzalez, for reason being. He was not a compete. He was not a participant in the match. He just oh, showed God up. Damn it. Oh, that's right. He made his debut, but he wasn't part of the match. Yeah. All their superstar who made his debut was Big Van Vader. Really? What, what Rumble yeah. was that? Big Van Vader made his debut in the Royal Rumble match <sighs> because it was his first time being seen on WWE television after coming from WCW. Oh. Lovely. That's a good question, Pat. I mean, Danny. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. 1996, 1996 Royal Rumble. That's 1996 cool. Royal Rumble. Wow, 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 wow. That one I had that one I made sure that was a good question. I got that one in there. That one I knew was gonna throw somebody. Give you a little easy oh. one, but could you figure out that part? <laughs> that's dope. All right. Oh. And that's Tommy it. Tommy wins. Tommy 2-0. I am the trivia champion. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh-oh. I can only imagine what's about to happen. Right? Don't do this! Please, don't do this! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh... Oh. Oh, As I said, I am the trivia champion. Oh my God. Uh, all you peasants can come for my belt at any point in time. It's fine. <laughs> I am I am the Marksman podcast trivia champion. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Rigged. It's written by Danny. You guys are friends. I haven't had contact <laughs> with Tommy about trivia questions hey, since. Hey, let me control the narrative here. <laughs> hey, this is, hey, you're not EC3. You can't control this narrative. Come on, but I'm part of the team. This is true. <laughs> All right. So it is that magic hour, but it also is the saddest hour of the evening. Pat G, since you were our special guest, please let the audience know where they can find you on all across social medias. All right. Uh, y'all can find me across the social medias at the Ganchise83. Um, some of them have the underscore, some of them dope, but Ganchise83 nonetheless. Uh, you can find me on the Turnbuckle Talk Radio podcast. Uh through gearnetwork.com as well as every place you can get your fine ass podcast as we say as well as uh, across the bills uh podcast because bills are rocking it right now um you can find that at anchor.com backslash across the bills uh and follow us through the social medias like i said ganchise 83 ttrp trombone talk radio podcast thank you 
to the marksman for uh, this collaborative effort and happy Royal Rumble season to all. Absolutely. See Ham, where can the people find you? Is that a serious question, my guy? Network.com. You guessed it. Pushdarmianetwork.com. You already know that's where you can find your uh, podcastings and pop culture vibes and love. You already know. And all the members of this lovely conglomerate here, you know, are a part of that network as well. So um, you can find anything about that there. You can find myself at Good on all social media. And if you want to watch me wrestle, and if you want to watch me catch some mons, twitch.tv forward slash Pushdarm Media Network. Tommy, where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at PokeyTommyMon. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at JumpBoostGaming. Uh, if you guys enjoy watching some Twitch streams, you can find me over on Twitch.tv forward slash JumpBoostGaming. Uh, you guys can listen to me tell scary stories to retweet to your friends over on PushStartMediaNetwork.com. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And you then- can see me defend this trivia championship every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday. Live here on twitch.tv forward slash shut up Danny underscore TTV. The trivia champion Tommy 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 Brewington goes ahead and defends his trivia championship up against all comers who will challenge the champion. Find out next week. Also, as well, this has been your boy Shut Up Danny underscore TTV. Um, you guys can find me again across all social medias again. I'll say it because I never get enough of hearing it because I know the guys never get enough of telling me it. Shut up, Danny underscore TTV. And that's where you guys can find me across all social media platforms. Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Guys, the Royal Rumble is a Saturday. I'm excited for it. Also, as well, I get to go to Monday Night Raw tomorrow live here in Toledo. Fire. And I get to go to AEW Beach Break this Wednesday as well. So I'm going to have some fun at that as well. Guys, we'll see you guys here next week for the Royal Rumble recap show. This has been Danny for Tommy, Pat G, and for C, Ham, and Dan, and Robert who have been here today. Guys, we'll take care of you. We love you guys, and we'll see you guys later.